SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. What if you could wake up every morning with gratitude for a brand new day that is a gift that you get to unwrap and explore and start living your life from a place of joy, gratitude, and love? Welcome to your Extraordinary Life by Design, where each week we will dive into tips and strategies on how to design a strong support system in the things you do for yourself, where you fill your cup daily, and in the people you surround yourself with who are your community, so that you can create a sound structure to support your strategy, which are the things you do and how you do them, allowing you to be in alignment with your purpose so that you are in flow, creating sustainability for your life with a solid plan that not only you can commit to, but one that allows you to design a life you love living with confidence, grace, and ease, and one where you wake up to each morning with gratitude. Hi, I'm your host, Leslie Godette, Mindset and Emotional Awareness Coach for Women. I work with highly motivated female entrepreneurs who have strong CEO skills, but need more self-care incorporated into their business to support their emotional and physical well-being. Part of working with my clients is teaching them how to fully love themselves so that they can create deeper bonds with those they love through developing powerful mindset skills, strengthening their self-awareness muscle around their emotional trigger moments, and learning that loving themselves without judgment or criticism will help them teach others how to love them and teach them how to love others as they want to be loved. So let's get started. everyone. Thank you for joining today for the very first episode of Your Extraordinary Life by Design. I'm your host, Leslie Godette, and today I'm going to be talking about what to expect as the weeks go by, and also I'd like to share a little bit about me. But first, let me tell you a little bit about my vision for this world. You see, I have a dream for this world, and it starts with women having the choice to really have what they want without having to be told that they must choose in order to live a life they love living. I believe that it all starts with designing a strong support system by building a strong foundation in the things that you do for yourself, in the people that you align yourself with, and with you having the confidence to dream and bring your dreams to reality. I also believe that it begins with you creating a sound structure to support your strategy for what you do and how you do it, being in alignment with your purpose, your spiritual vision, if you will, and in alignment with the life you want to lead using your time to your advantage so that you are and can be in flow and create sustainability for your life with a solid plan that not only you can commit to, but one that allows you to design a life you love living. As the weeks go on, I'll be sharing tips and strategies on how to build solid foundational self-care practices to support you as you continue leaning into building your extraordinary life one day at a time. I'll also share my expertise and mindset, emotional awareness, and self-love to help you as you journey through life, where you will learn about mindset, how you think and feel and why, 
your emotions and how your triggers work and self-love and what it means to love yourself unconditionally. I believe that to live an extraordinary life, one filled with joy, gratitude, and love is first to love yourself wholly without judgment or criticism. And that begins with you. But more importantly, I believe that it begins with you and your relationship with God, because it's through his grace that you are a living and breathing human who he has gifted with certain abilities. And when we open our eyes, our minds, hearts, and souls, he will fill us with his glory and he will show us the way. Now, before I start this new venture with you and sharing what I do and the gifts that I believe God has graced me with, I thought it would be a great idea to give you a peek behind the curtain into who I am, what I stand for, how I got here, and why I do what I do. So let's begin. I grew up in the 60s to a white mother and a black father. I have two younger brothers, one who's two years younger and one who is five years younger. We all do not share the same father, but we do share the same mother and, of course, the same skin color. Their father, you see, my stepfather, is also a Black man. My birth father has not ever really been a part of my life. I always felt that he didn't want me unless it suited him. And if it was a way to get back at my mom, in essence, in hurting her. And there was no way that I, as a young woman, was going to allow that, especially since she was the one who took care of me and made sure that I and my brothers never went without. Now, I had already saved her from an abusive man by the grace of God, a man that she had brought into the home after my stepfather and her split. And there was no way I was going to let another man, my birth father, use me to hurt her. And although that is a sad part of my story and one that would take a little bit too much time to go into here, it's one that I grew to realize doesn't define me as a human, but Rather, it's part of my life story and one that I have learned from and used to my advantage. Now, I have an older brother who is white and who is six years older than I, and he also played a part in my life that was extremely painful and traumatic, but also something that I get to use to help other women who may have faced similar trauma. And again, this is a part of my life story that we can save for another time, but one that although it happened, it's given me far more than it ever took from me. Although I have to say, at the time of this recording, my older brother has since passed. He was battling cancer. And I did get to speak to him uh, one last time before he did pass. And he expressed to me that he was going to see me on the other side one day soon. And actually, that brought me really, really great joy because I thought, this is fantastic that he has embraced God. And I love that. So it makes me happy. And I've forgiven him. Because forgiveness has served me far more than anything else holding a grudge could ever do. Now, I got good grades in school and I applied myself, but my path did not lead to college, but rather straight to the workforce because of choices that had been made for me. Or rather, it was a choice that was I had to get a job once I graduated from high school to help with the bills. And so that's what I did. That decision was made for me because it's from the generation from which I learned. In the workforce, I found myself faced with yet another decision or rather a forcing of me to choose. 
a decision was made for me that I found myself facing down someone who was verbally abusive in the workforce to me, and also he was sexually harassing me. And since no one did anything about it, and that's not without me trying to get them to help, well, that forced my hand to quit, which is what I did. And so again, out into the workforce at 19, I went. Then just before I turned 20, I started a career in law as a legal assistant. And this is where my life choices were my own. And well, until they weren't, but more on that later. You see, during my many years of working in law, I had been dreaming about a life where I'd be able to live a life I desired to live, where I could travel, where my life didn't revolve around my job, where I would have more than enough money to live without looking at my bank statement to see if I could afford to do something, to buy something or create something. And I started thinking about this when I was starting to feel the burnout and the extinguishing of my passion for what I had been doing for a long time, but which was on someone else's terms. Someone else was calling the shots for me, or at least that's how I was looking at it at the time. It was around the 28-year mark of my career in law that things really started to get extremely harsh, and I felt like my life was more fragile than ever before. I felt like my job was killing me, that I had no life, that my life revolved around work. I felt like my marriage was just on paper, like we were just roommates more than husband and wife, friend and lover. And I felt like my health was off, but no doctor could tell me what was wrong or if anything was wrong at all, because all of my numbers from testing came back exactly as they should be. After all, at the time, I was leading a healthy lifestyle. I went to the gym. I ate pretty well. I would go for walks, get out into the sun, but I was miserable inside. I felt trapped in this life I was living where I had no joy, no substance, no direction, no love, and no desire. Now, it was around the 34-year mark, six years later, where I took my first step into choosing myself for real because I found myself hitting what I call my rock bottom moment. It's where I decided for the first time ever that I had to go in all in for me or all of me would only just be existing and maybe not for long. As remember, I said just a few moments ago, I wasn't feeling well and No one could tell me what was wrong or if anything was even wrong at all. And so I, for the first time, jumped feet first without knowing where I would land or even if I would land okay. To make a long story short, that is when I gave two weeks notice to my full-time job at the time. My husband and I decided and we even planned out and arranged our move from Vista, California to Las Vegas, Nevada. And for the very first time in my life, in a really long time, I felt like I had a chance to start living and not just living, but living the way I'd been dreaming of. Making that decision allowed me to figure out what I really wanted because it gave me space to think. In the two weeks prior to leaving California for the desert of Nevada, I worked with the law firm and together we created a position for me that I'm really good at and one that I love. I became an independent contractor for them and that gave me the freedom to create and design the time I would work for them and break up time in my day to do other things. I could finally think and create and design my life for the very first time. 
When we got to Las Vegas, I told my husband to hang on because, well, some things were going to change. And that's when I started to put myself out there. Something that I had neglected to do for a very, very long time. I started going to networking events to meet people and see what was out there so that I could finally figure out what it was that I wanted to do, but also to start building connections, real friendships. In essence, I took back the only thing I had control over if I rose to the challenge, and that was my time. And because I did that, took back my time, it literally saved my life. This lifestyle change gave me the space to dream about what was possible beyond working in law. And at that time in my life, I did want to find a way to move away from working in law into doing something different, something more for me. But I I didn't know what that was. And I really thought that I had to choose between actually learning to love again what I was really good at and doing something more for me. But there was also one more element missing. And one that I was ignoring for a very long time, and that was my relationship with God. You see, I had pledged my life to Jesus twice in my life. Once when I was a very young girl and not fully understanding what I did, but feeling really good about the decision. I even had the memory of feeling a jolt of love course through me when I spoke the words for the first time and I invited Jesus into my heart. The second time was when I was well into my second year of marriage. A friend had invited me to her church. And once I was there uh, and the altar call was presented, well, I just jumped. I committed my life again to Jesus. And I was serious in the beginning. I was reading the Bible and asking questions about what I was learning because I was truly curious. I was, I was baptized, which was something that I had been thinking about for many years prior to my second commitment to Jesus. And I kept finding myself having encounters with people that I now know and believe that God had been sending my way to remind me. It's really true that God will leave the flock of 99 and go after the one. I was that one for many years, and I am so grateful that he kept coming after me. However, Somewhere along the way in my journey as a new Christian woman, I allowed the world to become my guide and I ignored God, or shall I say I decided to do life my way because I believed that I was the master of my destiny. And so almost two decades after being baptized, I ignored God, or rather, I was a Sunday believer. But every other day of the week, I was doing life my way on my terms. And I never allowed myself to have a relationship with him. I never allowed myself to get closer than Sunday to learning about what a relationship with Jesus could really do for my life. And I never knew that he had, or rather that he has plans for my life because I wasn't listening. And so for 20 years, I did life my way and God would still show up and show me that my path would be bumpy if I didn't listen. And I didn't listen a lot. And my path was extremely bumpy. And I learned a lot of hard lessons. Did that mean that God didn't love me? No, because now I know that he loves us so much that he pre-warns us so that we can make a decision. Yes, he actually gives us the choice to obey or disobey. And that is so extraordinary to me, but also deeply telling of the God that we serve. 
He loves us so much that he will allow us to decide for ourselves, but he'll never leave us to walk alone. And when we turn our eyes back to him, he's right there with a hug. He'll pick us back up, dust off our pants, and help us on our way. That's what I have learned as I've rededicated my life to Jesus almost two years ago. I learned that God has a plan for me. He always has. He gifted me with some amazing gifts, one being the gift of listening and one being the gift of leading. I know that God loves me so deeply because he has taken a girl born out of wedlock to a white mother and a black father in a turbulent time of the civil rights movement, allowing me to stumble and fall along the way, but always there to catch me, sending several people to keep reminding me that he is waiting for me to listen, going after the one, and he has given me purpose. I wake up every day thanking him for another gift of a day that I get to open my eyes to take my first breath into an unlived, uncharted day that I get to unwrap and explore and to design my life. But I absolutely won't do it alone and I don't have to because this time I'm learning about him and what he has planned for me. I always ask that he guide me as all that I do is for his glory. When I decided that I was going to start really living my life and not sit on the sidelines anymore, and when I started going to events and connecting with people all those years ago when I first moved to Las Vegas, those connections started me down my self-growth and self-love journey. And I learned that not only did I love learning how to love myself unconditionally and to start loving the life I was living, but it, it taught me that I had gifts that I was graced with. I learned that teaching is something I'm passionate about, where I can teach others how to love themselves and why I began my journey into learning and becoming a life coach for women, that this was the plan that God had for me all along, and that by allowing him to guide me, I have evolved in what I've learned, and I've applied it to my life, and I have helped others apply it to their own lives. And then through listening to what women are saying, What I found is that there are a lot of women in this world who are mission-driven and have a bigger purpose in their hearts, in their souls, that drives them to get up every morning and go at it again, day after day. But maybe they haven't yet brought their vision to reality or are not quite sure what it would look like. These women are successful. They're really good at what they do in their corporate job or a CEO of their own businesses. They want to keep doing what they love and they want to add more meaning to their lives, whether that's pursuing their passion project, exploring the possibilities of entrepreneurship or expanding on their entrepreneurial journey. And I know that my corporate sisters feel stuck because they believe they have to choose between one or the other, believing they have to choose doing what they love, pursuing their passion project or the possibilities of starting their own business. And I know that my CEO soul sisters feel drained emotionally and physically because running your own business can be exhausting if you're not taking care of yourself. I know that they feel like there's not enough time in their day to get things done efficiently and timely without second guessing themselves. I know that they often feel like their life revolves around their job or their business and that they have no time to do anything for themselves and have no time to spend with their families, feeling like they have to trade family time for working on their passion project or building their business. They feel that in order to do what they love, they have to have it all worked out perfectly. All the how-to steps, all the puzzle pieces put together, thinking they have to have everything done all at once, 
every single day and that they have to do it alone. They feel and could have possibly, possibly been told that they must have a perfect marketing strategy with all of the social media channels and marketing nonstop. And the idea of having to put it all together perfectly has them so stressed, which has their inner critic doubling down with negative emotions, their thoughts and self-talk, in turn stealing their time. Because what's happening is it's leaving them frustrated and focusing on how bad they feel and how bad their life is. And because this is all happening on a regular basis, they find themselves constantly being in stop-start mode where they're never or hardly ever moving the needle, which leaves them wanting to quit. And they start to believe that, that if they want more for their life, that they'll have to choose only one way. Choosing to fit into a box that other people are telling them is the box they fit into. And so again, we come back to the feeling of being stuck, frustrated, and add one more to that, which is resentful. But I also know one more thing, and that is they don't fully love themselves. There's that tiny voice inside that has them believing that they're not worthy or deserving and not worthy of love. Here's the reality, though. If this is how you are thinking, then things will never improve because unless and until you develop tools to support you so that you have an unstoppable mindset where you become more self-aware around how your thoughts and feelings are driving one another, and until you learn how to manage your emotions so that they don't manage you and steal your time, keeping you in those negative self-talk loops, nothing will ever change. In order to develop these skills, you must first be able to look the woman in your reflection in the eyes and be 100% confident that you are enough, that you are worthy, that you are deserving, and that you love you. When you love yourself without judgment or criticism, you will find that you will have greater ease in developing an unshakable mindset, and you will have a better self-awareness around your emotions so that you are in the driver's seat when you get emotionally triggered, and it will free you up to be in flow so you can start designing a life you love living. I know that God loves you. I know that when I fully embrace that God loves me, it allowed me to fully embrace everything about my life, all of the failures, all of the traumas, all of the mistakes, all of the hiccups, everything about me. It allowed me to understand that God doesn't make mistakes. It has allowed me to know within the deepest parts of my soul that God has a plan and loves me and wants the best for me. And through my relationship with him, through my daily studies with him, I have learned so much about the path that he has laid out before me, all the lessons that he showed me, all the good and the bad that he's allowed to happen so that I could understand him more. And the reason why I believe that he has warned us multiple times throughout history of humankind, when we start to turning towards the world as our compass, and that's through something I discovered when I started cultivating a real relationship with him. And it's the simple truth. Man was given dominion over the earth, but when we allowed ourselves to listen to the enemy, we lost that gift and we were opened up to sin and regret and pain and death. But in all of that, God never gave up on us. When you allow yourself to get to know God through your study of his word, you will see the path through the stories that have been written for us to learn about the what that happened when we became aware of sin and pain and death and the why, which was our disobedience. Because we believed we knew better and were deserving to disobey God. And all through history, God has shown good stories and painful stories. And all the while, 
He was laying out the biggest gift of all that was yet to come. And that was the birth of Jesus and what he was there to do for us, which was to show us what it meant to live a perfect and sinless life and go to the cross willingly to pay our debt for our sin, which was death, so that we would never again be separated from God. When you believe and you give your life, you are born again through confession and baptism. You are truly saved and you never have to fear death because God paid that ransom for us. He bought us back. I don't know about you, but when I finally realized that, I knew without a doubt that God's love is so great. And although I'm not worthy, none of us are. He believes that we are because he bought us back. We were slaves. Don't you see? He bought us back and freed us. Amazing. Now it's up to us to go out and live our extraordinary lives by our design, but more importantly, through our allowing God to lead our lives so that our extraordinary design of our life leads us to his glory. I am a living and breathing example, as we all are as believers, of someone who has been saved to bigger and better things. And I'm building and designing my extraordinary life by the grace of God. And I'm here to tell you that it's possible for you to do this. And I'd like to show you how. I want to show you how to embrace what you're good at. I want to show you that you don't have to choose between having your nine to five job and your passion project, that you can add something more to your life that you're passionate about. And that brings you more fulfillment if that's your choice. Or if you have something different in mind and want to step into something new, a new business, I want to show you that it's possible for you to explore entrepreneurship and still keep doing what you love in your corporate job until you're ready to jump all in, if that is your choice. And if you all are, are already the CEO of your business and you're feeling the burnout and you cannot see the light at the end of the tunnel because you feel like there's so much to do and not enough time in your day to get it all done, I want to show you that it is possible to get things done more efficiently and timely because there is freedom in structure. And that by being intentional around your time, you will become more efficient in the things you do and you'll have time for fun and spending quality time with your loved ones. And I also want to show you that by loving yourself wholly without judgment or criticism and allowing God to be the one who you turn to for guidance, that you truly can live an extraordinary life. So I hope you're ready. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and sharing your energy with me. I would love to stay in touch, so let's connect. Please follow me on Facebook and Instagram. If you liked this episode and what you are learning, please head over to whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on and give me some love so that I can reach more people and help them. And if you want to have a conversation around what you are learning because you feel like you could use a little more insight or possibly see what working with me could look like for you, then be sure to reach out to me at lesliegoodatcoaching at gmail.com and let's set up a quick 15-minute chat. For now, I'll see you next time. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soul Win, shining our light Women's Inspiration Network. Soul Win women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now. 
Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on SoulWin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. SoulWin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.